well, you know, the saying that I always think back, and it's a little bit of a flourish on how it's been used previously, uh, but a recession is when your neighbor loses his job. A depression is when you lose yours. A recovery is when Dr. Fauci loses his. Holy moly, what a day. John Durham brings another indictment in his Russiagate investigation, making the last four years of Russia collusion promoters look like absolute tool bags. Those same media tool bags are going to town with this JFK Jr. event in Dallas. Gotta love these psyops trying to make the truth movement look like idiots. And the Provax sociopaths are salivating over the thought of children getting injected with COVID vaccines. San Francisco is already making moves to make the COVID vaccine mandatory for ages 5 to 11. All that and more in today's show. Welcome, everybody. Reporting live from Clown World, I'm your host, Jordan Sather, and it's been a doozy today. Lots going on. We got the uh, Durham investigation, the indictment, that rolling along. We got a lot of election day news as well coming out. Huge wins for we the people around the country and a lot of a little bit of election fraud, especially there in New Jersey to discuss as well. And then, of course, loads and loads of stuff about these vaccine mandates now that uh, they're trying to lower the age range, get that EUA for ages 5 to 11. It's getting weird. It's getting really weird how some of these just what are they? Are they psychopaths? Are they sociopaths? Are are they just stupid? What are these people? I don't know how to describe them, but they actually think that kids getting these shots is necessary, and they actually think that we need to mandate this for kids 5 to 11. That's happening in San Francisco, and in New York, they're trying to pay kids 100 bucks to get the freaking shots. So yeah, we got a lot of stuff to roll through. We got a lot to roll through. Some good news, some... You know, not so good news, but in the grand scheme of things, even the stuff that seems scary, it's there, and it's going to wake people up. So any news can be good news, depending on how you look at it. So first, let's talk about the John Durham indictment. They indicted the Russian-born analyst. His name is Igor Danchenko, and he was the primary researcher for Christopher Seale's dossier, the Steele dossier, which was pretty much the main piece of evidence, granted contrived evidence, but the main piece of fake evidence that was used to claim that Trump was colluding with Russia. So more, more folks, more names, more faces getting swept up in this Durham investigation. And the small fish are becoming middle fish, and the middle fish will soon become the big fish, right? And not just Igor Danchenko. He was indicted, but we also have Fiona Hill uh, her name getting brought up as well. She is implicated, not indicted yet, but maybe soon. She is implicated in this as well with the 38-page uh, indictment report that came out on Danchenko this morning from John Durham. And Fiona Hill, if you remember, she was one of the impeachment witnesses against Trump back in 2019, was it? Was it during the Ukrainian fiasco? No, excuse me, beginning of 2020. All these years are just flying by. But yeah, she's the one that looked like Lord Farquaad from the Shrek. That one. (laughs) And her name is implicated in this as well. And maybe Podesta too. People are reading this this indictment report thinking that Podesta's name might be referred to in there. Not by name, but referenced very vaguely. So only a matter of time before uh, the big names, the well-known names, the, you know, John Brennan's and James Clapper's and... 
heck, maybe even a Hillary Clinton or a Joe Biden or an Obama or, or that, right? 2022 might be a very fun year. So this is huge news. This is uh, some well, well-deserved well vindication for a lot of us that have been talking about John Durham uh, for years, at least in my circles. You know, I've been familiar with John Durham from the Q Drops, and I've been discussing it since kind of we learned about it in 2018 there. But whether you're into Q or not into Q, you're just into truth, and you've been familiar with the Durham investigation and the whole Russiagate, Obamagate thing. This is just, oh, such sweet, such sweet justice is coming. And it's so great to see the mainstream media just have nothing to say. It's either fear, it's either fear, they're trying to cover their ass, or they just don't say anything. And they're trying to brush another rug. <laughs> it's, it's so good. So we got that going on. We also have uh, Ghislaine Maxwell. I want to jump over to that actually first. So the jury selection begins today in the Ghislaine Maxwell case. And how beautiful is it to see as, you know, again, reverting back to Q, as we were told, multiple movies playing out at the same time, Panic in DC, the Obamagate scandal, and the uh, Pedogate scandal as well. And just what coincidental timing is this that we get Another Durham indictment on the same day that Ghislaine Maxwell's jury is being chosen. I don't know. I just, that seems pretty coincidental to me. Pretty synchronistic. But this case is going to begin very soon. Just a few weeks. End of November. We'll see what happens with this. And then we also have a lot being reported about Election Day 2021. Election Day uh, yesterday, which was also the one-year anniversary of the 2020 election steal. But as you can see, the media is ner- they're nervous. They're shitting themselves. Uh, as Vanity Fair writes here, more than half a dozen, quote, stop the steal attendees were elected to public office last night. Oh, shit. You better. They, they already had this one written, right? They're already, already prepping these pieces because they're nervous. <laughs> yeah, they better be. So we got that. We also have in Fulton County, Georgia, the Fulton Elections Director, Rick Barron, resigned. This is one of those counties that was pivotal in the 2020 election steal. Maricopa County in Arizona has been the most popular one, especially this year with the audit going on there. But this is basically battleground number two, Fulton County. And we all know there's been loads of fraud there in Fulton County, especially during the 2020 election. Wow, their elections director resigned. Wonder why? <laughs> He's running away. Running away because he knows the ship is sinking. We have that. We also have Smartmatic suing Newsmax and One American News. This was announced yesterday. Smartmatic suing Newsmax and ON alleging defamation. Now, of course, we also have Dominion Voting Systems. They're suing all kinds of people alleging defamation. So, This just seems to be a cover-their-ass measure. They want to get their version of a lawsuit out first before their ass starts getting sued. Because, of course, you can sue anybody for anything as long as you have the money to hire some lawyers and you can write up your side of the story and put it out there. It's probably what they're doing here. So they can, you know, get their two cents out first and try to frame the narrative because that's what what it's all about. So... Onward now into some of the election news. Of course, we had the Virginia governor race, which 
the Republican won, and I think a lot of House seats were actually flipped. State House and Senate seats in Virginia were flipped there, but Jersey is the main one in the news the past day because that seems to be where the fraud uh, is taking place, at least most of the fraud that we're seeing. The fraud that's at least making a difference in an election. There was likely some fraud there in Virginia. There's probably fraud in every election, but the question is, is there enough fraud to make a difference? And in Jersey, it seems to be the case. So the media, as per usual, called the race for the incumbent uh, Democrat Murphy there in Jersey. Media called it early, called it way early before the Secretary of State in New Jersey even made a final decision. They were still counting ballots, and the media called it for Murphy, as per usual. Uh, meanwhile, there were some weird tallies that just were getting switched around here. I mean, this one here, this map, you can see some counties went from red to blue, lo and behold. Plus, there were some screenshots of vote totals going around where uh, on CNN, it, it, it reduced. You had thousands of votes reduced as time went on from the Republican tally. So, seems to be some real shady shit going on there in Joyzy. In Joyzy. And some of these kind of vote total rearranges happened at 2 a.m. <laughs> Everything always happening at 2, 3, 4 a.m. with these elections. Uh, so, it's just, yeah, it's real dirty what's going on there. It looks real dirty in Jersey. So, let's hope it all gets... Uh, all gets taken care of there. We need some audits. We know we do. And then uh, Project Veritas releasing some uh, exposés from the New Jersey election as well. This particular poll worker was caught on hidden camera essentially saying that anybody is allowed to come in, even illegals, even non-citizens, non-registered voters can come in and fill a ballot out right now. So... We have clear evidence, clear evidence that fraud was taking place there in New Jersey. So, I mean, eyes are open, man. That's kind of the beautiful thing about what's happening in our country. Sometimes when I hear the phrase patriots in control, I think maybe that was just more of a rhetorical general statement. Patriots in control being the patriots in our country who are now eyes open for any sort of fraud, any sort of lies in the media, any sort of corruption, right? Maybe that phrase didn't mean that patriots are in control in our government or behind the scenes uh, in high levels. Maybe that just meant all of us. We're in control when we come together and we all have an eye out for the corruption and do something about it. I don't know. You know, that's just speculation on what semantics might have meant, but yeah, fraud getting exposed all over the place. So we have that. Now let's move on into how the media is treating this JFK Jr. event in Dallas. If you guys saw my video yesterday or any of my posts on Telegram recently, uh, you know that I think this is a this is an event that could have been put together by controlled opposition plants in our movement, trying to make us all look absolutely stupid, trying to make us all look real dumb, and it is doing exactly that. So the even the highest levels of the media are wasting no time in attacking this. I mean, sometimes we get these sort of events where it's usually the lower level, the lower level trolls and those media assets who are basically uh, tasked to just purely focus on Q. 
purely focus on us. You get the smaller level blue check marks on Twitter doing those things. Those are like your Alex Kaplan at Media Matters, your Ben Collins, your Mike Rothschild, Will Summer too could be in that category. Like those are the, you know, those are the uh, low level lamos that just, you know, devote literally their whole lives to reporting on us and the Q movement. But when you get the high level media assets like a Rachel Maddow here and The Onion too, The Onion even reporting on it, putting out their satirical piece on it. But when you have Rachel Maddow reporting on this thing, it's, you know, it's probably a lot deeper than just what you're seeing on the surface. So anyway, Ben Collins, speaking of him, Ben Collins went on to Rachel Maddow last night to talk about this whole JFK Jr. Dallas event. Meanwhile, multiple times in Q's drops, multiple times, Q team explicitly stated JFK Jr. is not alive. Not just once, but that was like three or four times. And Q was even highlighting how the media will use the the straw man, will use the psyop narratives that have been planting in the mo- planted in the movement to attack the movement. Exactly what's happening here. So, yeah, <laughs> they can call them QAnon supporters, but that doesn't mean these people understand Q. Uh, you know, we could label these people burning down the buildings, NBC watchers and CNN supporters, but that's of course not how it happens. So it's just absolutely ridiculous this whole event. And yeah, I'll be doing a lot of reporting on these uh, infiltrators. These infiltration networks. I have done a lot of reporting on it, but I ain't done because it definitely needs to get exposed. So there is that. Then we have on to COVID now. On to the COVID. Uh, I want to talk about this first. So the first pill to treat COVID gets approved in the UK. This is the pill from Merck. Uh, They look like red pills. They should probably be blue pills. Let's be real. They're calling it Molnupiravir. Molnupiravir, if I'm getting that right. Take twice daily to treat your symptomatic COVID. Oh, it's just a crock of shit because how many both uh, generic pharmaceutical drugs, i.e. hydroxychloroquine or ivermectin, or natural remedies, or just a variety of them, right? I'm a big fan of chlorine dioxide. That's one I promote. That's what the media has called me a bleach drinker for promoting. Uh, But there's just so many different things that we could be used to treat COVID. Of course, I'm preaching to the choir, I'm sure. But what a crock of absolute shit. So anyway, they just want what's approved to get out into your bodies. Speaking of which, vaccines. Next mandate, next, uh, next rule change we have here. The Biden administration released a new rule from OSHA requiring 84 million private sector workers to get vaccinated for COVID. And they have to get vaccinated by January 4th. And the Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Assistance is also requiring 17 million healthcare workers to get vaccinated as well. So, yeah, that is being fought heavily. This is, which it should be, absolutely. This is getting fought heavily by uh, some unions and some uh, legal institutes and whatnot. So, that's... That's nuts. And then moving on to the mandates for children. I shit you not. And, of course, San Francisco is the uh, the first to start rolling this out. They say children 5 to 11 will have to comply with the proof of vaccination mandate. My God. 5 to 11-year-olds are going to have to walk around carrying some papers. Like, this is... Did that even have to happen in Nazi Germany? 
Did they make the Jews, the Jew kids, get gold stars? Five to 11-year-olds? But in San Francisco, nope, show your proof of vax. To get, to, to get into daycare, to get into Chuck E. Cheese, to go play in the ball pit, you gotta, you gotta show your papers. All I can do is laugh because I just can't, I can't believe it. But uh, yeah, no wonder people are leaving, leaving places like San Francisco in droves. And they're also leaving New York in droves because of shit like this. New York already hosting pop-up clinics, already pushing for public schools to be injecting the kids in the public schools. Oof. I mean, mm. imagine a school doing it behind their parents' back. A five-year-old, a first grader. I mean, there could be even kindergartners that are five years old, bringing them behind their parents' back into the clinic, getting them injected. Seriously, make sure you are involved. If you're a parent, if you have a young child, if your school district is trying to bring out these things, make sure you are involved with your kid. Make sure you have the talk with your kid, okay? Have the talk about the shots. Say, little Jimmy, little Beth, if anybody at school tries to inject you with something, you say no, and you call mommy or daddy right away. Right away. So have the talk with your kids. Make sure you're involved with what they're doing. Know what's going on at their schools, right? And hell, if you need to homeschool or move out of these crazy districts. So that's happening in New York. And like I said, New York's offering a hundred bucks to kids ages five to 11 who get the shot. So we have the bribes, the bribes for the shots. We have, I reported on this in yesterday's video, Pfizer with their ad campaigns targeting children saying children are going to become super superheroes with superpowers to get their shots. It's, if you thought it was sick and ridiculous when the first bribe campaign started coming out, remember, get your Dunkin' Donuts, get your free beer, your free pot for getting the shots for adults earlier this year. Now we're on to kids. Now they're trying to bribe kids with 100 bucks. Why does a five-year-old need 100 bucks for? Five-year-olds have no concept of, value and money and what a hundred bucks means but it's, it's incredible it's crazy it's absolutely crazy and this too the cdc director saying that kids with prior covid infections should quote absolutely still get vaccinated prior covid infections which for all intents and purposes should make you immune right you got the antibodies you're immune but in new york they still or excuse me the cdc director uh still wants you to get your kids vaccinated. <laughs> Clown world, folks. We are at the precipice. We are absolutely at the precipice here. And I mean, we can't let, we can't let this go on into 2022. If we do, we're not going to have, we're just not going to have a society anymore, at least a free functioning society. It's just going to be brainwashed people trying to bring out their brainwashed rules and get you brainwashed into their little COVID cult, their little cult of no no election fraud, their little cult of just climate change, well, you know, their cult of typical rhetoric, and you be a little, be a good little peon in society. I just, I can't do it. I can't freaking do it. But anyway, that's that's all for this one, folks. We definitely got some good news. We got some crazy news. But like I said earlier, no matter what, people are 
waking up more and more every day. Just keep fighting. Have some patience. Uh, this is a, a long game we're playing, but when you look at it from the big picture, it is happening in a very short time frame. So that's all for this one, guys. Um, work I have coming up this week, I've got some uh i've got a podcast with patel patriot that'll be out probably tomorrow got a few other videos coming up too got a couple clickbait reports on the whiteboard that i'll have coming out and then uh a variety of other things too uh if you want to support the work i do help me continue doing these reports and doing this work every single day for you i appreciate your donations whether it's crypto whether it's subscribe star whether it's uh, signing up on jordansather.tv or grabbing something from my supplement brand, ConsciousStrength.net. I have a greens powder on there, fish oil, curcumin, medicinal mushrooms, bunch of uh, pretty good products, more getting added all the time. Any of those ways, I appreciate you. Go follow me on Telegram. Uh, it's pretty much the only social media I'm at these days is on Telegram. And as for the live streams, uh, I'm working on getting a new schedule for those live streams and uh, kind of working around some different things in my in my schedule and with the work I'm doing, but I'll definitely be doing a video report like this, a news report every single day, as opposed to, you know, three live streams a week. So that is good news. Be one of these coming out tomorrow. Make sure you subscribe to this channel, give it a thumbs up, share it around to those who need it and uh, be seeing you in the next video. Take care, everybody. Have a fantastic day.